Welcome everyone to unlucky episode number 13 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If you're new here, this is the podcast where I share my life and Lego and everything in between for the last week that I find interesting and hopefully you do as well. This episode is being recorded on December 15th, which turns out after doing some mad calculations in my head here, we're halfway through December and 10 days away from Christmas, which is kind of crazy. Some people would think that's a good thing and I kind of do as well. Like I love Christmas, I love the season and I love kind of getting to that moment where we get to share Christmas morning with the family and all the other stuff that comes with it. And I just love December in general because everyone is just like happier and in good spirits. And then it all seems to come crashing down in January when you realize it's just winter and there's nothing to look forward to. But until then, things are good. And I'm feeling good about Christmas, but I'm feeling a little overwhelmed here because we're in Star Wars month, as many of you know, and I haven't made much progress. We built Cloud City, which was accomplishment upon itself. And I'm working on the sand crawler, which just to show you what it looks like, if you're watching this, this is what the sand crawler looks like after six bags. And I'll be talking about this more. Speaking of watching and listening, you can watch this on YouTube, of course, where most of you are probably watching it, but it's also available anywhere that you listen to podcasts or anywhere that you can find podcasts. And if you don't listen to podcasts, this could be your first one. Go over to Apple Podcasts, you can listen to it there. And while you're there, and if you're there, Give us a review on there. By us, I mean me, because this seems to be a, a fairly solo thing other than maybe my invisible magical friend that's here beside me telling me all the right things to say. He's doing a very bad job. But if you go over there and leave us a review, I'd really appreciate it because my goal on there is to get to be the number one search result when you search for missing pieces. It turns out, and I didn't do any research on this ahead of time, that there's like three other podcasts that have the words missing pieces in the title and I'm number four. So when you go there and search, like I, there's like one, two, three, and then I'm four. I feel like maybe if we get some reviews on there, it'll boost it up. So if you'd like to read, leave me a review, an honest one, if you think this is a one star affair that we're doing here, that's fine. If you think it's five stars and you love it, which I think every review other than one four star is all five and I appreciate that. And I love going on there and looking at the comments. So if you do leave a review, leave a comment as well. So that's me pitching that. I'm not a huge fan of when people start podcasts out by like throwing that out there or doing like advertisements, but why don't we stick at it while we're here? If you want to support Brickitect or this podcast, if you find any value in anything that I do and you have the means, support us on Patreon. The link's down below. You can join us there. I do exclusive videos over there and I think in 2020 there may be a lot more of that depending on how things go, but I'm not going to get into that in this episode. We're just, we're just not going there. We do want to talk about Star Wars Month a little bit though and say that I'm doing my best to get some Star Wars stuff built. I have a lot in the backlog. In fact, there was a video earlier this week or last week that I showed what's in the backlog. And it's very apparent that I'm not going to get through it because here we are 10 days out from Christmas and I have a lot of Christmas builds to do as well. You guys know that I love seasonal stuff and like this is my time to shine, especially with Christmas sets. And I made a, a quick little list here of things that I need to build. First of all, the gingerbread house, the set that I'm really looking forward to building. That's going to be a family build. There's not going to be any video of us building it because I just want to, I want to share that time. I want that to be something private and I'll do like a, a video on it when it's done. But beyond that, we also have the mini gingerbread house, which maybe I should keep sealed. I did that with the last little gingerbread thing they did years ago, and it's worth a lot of money right now. I think it's like $80 when I looked it up on eBay, but my goal isn't to make money in Lego, and my goal is to build it and collect it, so if we have time, we'll get to that. That's gonna be at the bottom of the list. But we also have this, the creepy Santa Polly bag, and I apologize if you're listening, although this could be some good ASMR if you're into that type of thing. We've got this guy to build, and I have other plans for him as well, which you'll find out 
fairly soon. And then I've got two little Christmas trees to build. One a poly bag, one looks like a uh, box of cheese, as Clark said in yesterday's mail time video. So we've got, what, like five Christmas sets, five or six, although some of those could be balked into one day that I need to build. I've got 10 days leading up to it. I don't see myself building Christmas stuff after Christmas because I feel like it's kind of past. And then we go into, I guess like, birthday season for me and Clark and New Year's and New Year's Day and all that stuff all in one shot. So we've got 10 days to get a lot of stuff done here. And uh, I don't know, guys, it's not looking good. And I know you don't expect much of me because I feel like we do this Star Wars month every month and it just like, the days go by so quickly. I don't know how it happens. I feel like there's been times in my life where days have gone by very slowly. I remember like summer vacations lasting forever when I was in school. And I remember even like being bored and like wishing school was back in so I could go back to that. But I don't know, when you're an adult, it seems like everything is just flying by and, and I don't even know where the days have gone. So halfway through December, not overly happy with my progress, but it is what it is. And I guess if I had to come up with an excuse for it, because we all love excuses, right? Everyone has one. It's been the Minecraft boys. The, Mi <laughs> the Minecraft has consumed our household. You guys have seen the sets that Clark Man built. Like we kind of diverted from Star Wars month and we went to Walmart and we got those two sets. And hopefully you saw that vlog. It's up on Greg's World, which since we're still advertising stuff here, if you want to subscribe to my, my life outside of Lego and also some inside of Lego, links down below to Greg's World. It's my vlogging channel. We do all kinds of stuff there. It's kind of like, if you ever wanted to know more about the life of the Lego person you follow, you can do that there, even though you probably know as much, if not more, than you ever want to know about me. I like to say, and I like to think this, and this would be an honor if I could actually have this title like professionally. I like to think that Brickitect is the most personal Lego channel on YouTube. I like to think that. And they're the kind of channels that I like to watch. I like the channels where people share more than the sets. They share their personality, their thoughts, their feelings. You can actually tell that they have a personality. That's the kind of stuff that I like to follow. And I hope that that's what you get from this. And I think it probably is because outside of my personality, I don't have much else to offer the world. I, have, I, I don't do the newest sets. I don't run out and buy it. I don't do reviews. I don't do news. I don't do leaks. I just share my journey, our journey with Clark Man. And you know, maybe that's enough. And that makes me happy if, if I, I can win you over. Instead of winning you over with items, I can win you over with, uh, with, with your heart. That would, be, that would mean a lot to me. So thank you for, for being here if that's the reason you're here. And it probably is. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to a dude talk about his life in Lego for... I don't know. I was going to put a time period out there, but I don't know how long this is going to be. Let's say, um, we'll say 30 minutes, hopefully. I don't know. I, don't, I have some other things to talk about here, but let's, uh, let's stick to Minecraft for right now. And if you are a Minecraft hater, I'm sorry, because this is just, this is where we're at right now. Not only are we building Minecraft sets, Clarkman is building a Minecraft city, which I think you can see if you're watching this, you can see a little bit of it over there. Every set that we build, he combines together into this world and I'm loving it. You guys have asked me for years to do a Lego city. And I have plans for classic land here in 2020. So you haters back off on that. People are throwing things out there when I do hauls of Lego classic sets, which you can see right there. If you're watching, if you're, if you're listening, there's a couple large yellow Lego boxes behind me here. And I knew, I didn't know this ahead of time, but I can say that I knew when I showed off that I got two eight or I got two 900 piece Lego classic boxes that people would be like, Classic Land, question mark? Where's Classic Land? And Classic Land is the amusement park that I plan to make. It's gonna be like the size of a table and I like to do like updates on it each week. So we'll do like Classic Land one, two, three, all the way to 
whatever, like a hundred. But Clarknet apparently is also building a Minecraft world. So maybe we'll have two cities running simultaneously. And I've gotten the question, are we getting Minecraft sets in 2020? And initially I wasn't planning to get much other than the creeper because I thought he was cool, but it, I, I'm just gonna throw it out there. We're probably gonna get the whole wave. I mean, it's that's where we're at. Kids' tastes change quite dramatically in short periods of time, though, I've learned. So I don't know how long this is going to last for, but I would say going into 2020, you can plan for us to do a lot more Minecraft stuff if you're into it. And people seem to be, because not only are we building Minecraft, we're also playing Minecraft on PlayStation 4, and I'm streaming it. In fact, I've done, thus far, I've done six streams. I think we've played in eight sessions. There was a couple sessions before we started streaming that that we were just doing it together. And I'm like, heck, I might as well bring the gaming channel back from the dead. I was doing CPR on it and here it is. And it's crazy because we have as many people watching us play Minecraft with such a smaller channel. Games with Greg, links down below. This is just me selling out this whole podcast. Let's be honest here. I just want to promote all the things though that, that I'm doing everywhere because you may not know where to find us and all the things we're doing. But we're, we're streaming over there and we have as many viewers watching us play Minecraft on a very small channel as we typically do when we do a BrickTech Live Lego stream, which is insane. So it's really cool because I don't know anything about Minecraft and I'm sure people are frustrated to no end watching us play it, but we get a lot of suggestions and tips in the chat and I, uh, I try to try to do those things and we're doing okay. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It is a little frustrating since we're being honest here. It's a little frustrating when I'm playing and I don't know how to do something that I want to do. And it's like, I'm asking the chat and then there's like that delay and then you're hoping to get some responses back. It's also frustrating when I'm trying to help Clark and he needs help with a lot of things, even though he's getting a lot better at it. Like he's, he's really, like I'd say we've played for about, I want to say between maybe 10 hours or so at this point. And to see how far he's come as a four-year-old in 10 hours of playing Minecraft is remarkable. It goes to show you when you're that young, like you can literally pick up on anything super quickly. And he's he went from just digging trenches and messing up my life to making a lot of cool stuff and messing up my life. And uh, it's it's really cool. And it it to me, Minecraft... As much as I initially didn't want to play it, like he kind of, kind of forced me into it. He really wanted to do it because he's watching Izzy's Game Time, which is like Izzy's Toy Review only they or whatever they called Izzy's Izzy's whatever. They they do Minecraft and my nephews are playing it and it created this perfect storm where Clark wanted to play Minecraft, of course, to get into it. And I wasn't like 100% on board. And I might have talked about this last week. I didn't really want to do it, but I was like, okay, this is my son. This will be an opportunity for us to do something together and I'll do it with him. And then I found myself getting addicted to it again. And I think a lot of people can relate to it. If you've ever stepped foot into the Minecraft realm, you've gotten addicted to it, I'm sure. You didn't. You, you tried to play for 20 minutes. There was an attempt. And then you found yourself two hours later and you got this house and you're doing all this stuff and you're fishing and creepers are coming after you. It's so much fun. It may be my favorite video game and I like it for a, a few reasons. I like it because it's very much like Lego. The, the world is at your fingertips and you can literally do anything you want if you have enough imagination to do it and the technical know-how in this case. But I don't, it's just, it, it speaks to me. It's just completely open and it says, Greg, sit down with the controller and do whatever you wanna do today. I find myself really like, distracted in the game. Like I'll have a mission to be doing something and then I'll be like, Ooh, shiny thing, squirrel. And I'll run over and I'll be doing that. And then like, I'm like, what was I supposed to be doing? And you just find yourself going all over. So this is my love letter to Minecraft. I'm late to the game as I end for a lot of things, but for the moment and for the time that we're at right now, this is really perfect for, for Clark and I to, to spend time and, and enjoy this together. 
it's it's really special. It's special to me and it's fun to be able to share that with the world and have people enjoy watching us do it, even if it is wildly frustrating. So huh, it's been it's been a wild ride. But speaking of live streams, next topic here. Live streaming on Brick Tech Live again. If you guys are <laughs> You guys aren't subscribed. I'm just gonna every every link is down below. If there's any link in the description of this video, if you're watching this, I need you to just click it and subscribe or do whatever you need to do there. Brickitech Live has made a comeback this week. I've been in the spirit to live stream, and Clark has been building the Minecraft sets as I've as I've talked about here. So I asked him like, "Do you want to do you want to stream this?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I set the camera up on him building, doing whatever he's doing, and. This is usually in the morning, so it's like right after we get up, and we go live. And I, I talk to everybody while Clark's building, and it's a really good time. And I've come up with this idea, and I had this idea months ago. I did a community post on, I think the question was, if you don't like live streams, why is it that you don't like them? Or why don't you watch live streams? I want to get an idea why we have so many people that are interested in like regular videos on YouTube, but not live streaming. And the biggest objections seemed to be, there was two that were like the mo most common. And it was the fact that, if they weren't there live, they couldn't participate in the conversation we were having in the chat, so they felt like it was kind of silly to do so. And then the other thing was that the videos are just too long. People don't have an hour, 30 minutes, 15 hours to sit down and, and watch one of these streams. And I completely understand that. Like, people have lives. If you, if you found the time to watch an eight-minute video I put up, that might be all you have. So sitting down and watching what tends to be a more long-form, more boring, looking at you missing pieces type of video isn't really at least what this audience on this channel wants. And I think for the most part on YouTube, because live streaming isn't wildly popular, but my friends, I think I've come up with an idea for this and I think it overcomes some of these objections. I have, I don't even really notice. I haven't really been looking at the statistics on it to see if more people are watching it like after the fact, but I came up with the idea to do like a 10 to 15 minute live stream. In most cases, they tend to be 15 minutes. Literally we go live, we talk about whatever we talk about for 15 minutes. We chat, we build, we do what we do. And then at that 15 minute mark, no matter where we're at, I shut the stream off. So it's kind of like the idea of giving people a chance to come into our world for a few minutes in the morning. Like you definitely need to have notifications turned on for this because if you don't, you're probably gonna miss it unless you randomly happen upon YouTube during those 15 minutes. But it gives a chance for us just to, just to check in in the morning, say what we're doing, what we're working on, greet the day, and then at the 15 minutes it's over. And then after that, if you're just a random casual person on YouTube, someone that isn't glued to it or has notifications turned on, you might see that live stream and be like, well, it was a live stream, but it's only 15 minutes long. And I think that I have 15 minutes that I can watch it. So for me, it's kind of like, it's, it's like, it's just perfect. I would personally like to go longer. Like there's often times where we could, we could probably go for 30 minutes, but I want to experiment with this. The original idea was to do a 10 minute live stream, just 10 minutes every day, 10 minutes jumping in. Hey, what's up guys? This is what's happening, you know, behind the scenes and then end it. And I might, I might take this idea to, to Patreon in 2020 as like a behind the scenes thing, like a daily behind the scenes, this is what we're doing type thing. Because I do feel like for Patreon to be successful, I need to offer more exclusive stuff over there. And I know that's something that many of you don't want to hear. And we've talked about this before, but with how volatile YouTube is, especially this year, I really feel like I need to maybe make a presence outside of this, hedge my bets, if you will. But I don't want to talk too much about that. It's just... It's just one of those things, one of the business things, behind the scenes things that as someone that does this professionally, if you want to call it that, I, <laughs> I always like to justify anything that may come off as professional, like a review, if you want to call it that. It's one of those things that you at least have to 
to entertain. And, you know, if I know the hate comes out with Patreon, but if it's not one of those things that, that you don't like, that's fine. I'm never going to, I'm never going to twist your arm into, to, to joining. Unlike I am going to twist your arm into leaving a review on this and subscribing to all of our other channels. I'm not going to do that either though. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of what, what happened this week. Like the new groundbreaking things, which I don't know if Minecraft was new and groundbreaking, but it was certainly one of those things that's, uh, it's, it's become much bigger and continues to grow. In fact, it turns out that Clark wants to do a Minecraft birthday party, uh, in January for his birthday. And we, we got him, I mean, Santa made for kids may, may have gotten Clark a lot of things for Christmas, but really no Minecraft stuff. Cause it's been so new. So I'm, I'm on the hunt for Minecraft toys and things. And really Lego has the market cornered in that. So I might have to scoop him up some stuff. And I kind of wish we would held the creeper mine and stuff for Christmas. I mean, I mean, I would have told Santa that he wanted those things and Santa would have brought them, but that's where we're at. Um, another thing that happened this week and you guys, I don't know if anyone really knows about this. Maybe a few people know about this or maybe have wondered about it. I used to do these shopping videos on AliExpress, which is like the, uh, it's like the Chinese version of Amazon. And I would get knockoff Lego sets there to share with the world. And you guys seem to really enjoy the shopping videos and also the, the janky thing that I buy or, um, you know, just to compare it to Lego and, and talk about it. I've gotten guns and all kinds of stuff demonetized. So now we're in this realm where we're between made for kids and demonetized, which I think is probably a great place to be. But my last time shopping there, which happened to be, Oh, it was six months ago at least. I was shopping on there and we were we were live streaming it and I, I came up with this idea to get a weapon Millennium Falcon just to see what it's like. It was the solo one. It was available for, I want to say like 55 to $60 on AliExpress. That includes shipping from China. No sales tax, of course. It's definitely like a loophole when it comes to, to shopping there because it, it obviously the, the stuff's knockoff. It's bootlego. But for $60 to try out a Millennium Falcon, I was like, yeah, let's do it. It'll be a great video. You guys will enjoy it. You may have realized, though, in the last six months, you haven't seen that video. And it's not because it's in the backlog. It's because the seller tried, I want to say, scamming me. At worst, scamming me. At best, kind of just like taking my money and putting me on the back burner. I bought this set. And a couple days went by. And the seller messaged me. And they're like, yeah, this was actually right around the time that Weapon got shut down. So whenever that happened, you could Google it to find out when that was. That's when it happened. The seller's like, yeah, about that Millennium Falcon. We don't have it in stock right now. But what we've done to appease AliExpress, because they have a reputation to keep up there and like the timing of things has to work out. They're like, we've marked your thing as shipped and put a tracking number, a bogus tracking number on it. But when we get this in stock... We'll totally send it to you. And I went and checked the tracking, and apparently it was to some some set that was sent to Ohio and was delivered and everything. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely not going to work here. Because, like, on their end, it looks like, yeah, we did everything we're supposed to do. Ship, all good to go. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for the money. Bye-bye. And I was like, no, that's not going to work. And we went back and forth a couple times where they it became apparent to me that they weren't going to give my money back. So what I ended up doing was I filed a complaint with AliExpress and it told me I needed to wait like two weeks to do this. And I'm like, dude, these guys are, they're scamming me. So I went to my credit card company and I should have probably paid through PayPal, but I went through my credit card and I filed like a, a fraud thing with them. And it was with Citi and luckily they, they gave me my money back and they're like, okay, we'll investigate this. Here's your money. We'll look into it. And 
it's literally been pending for like six months. I haven't heard anything about it. It's still showing as like this ongoing thing with City. But this week I happened to get an email from AliExpress that the seller has finally acknowledged that they were like running a scam here or ripped me off or whatever they were trying to do. And it was corrected. So I don't know how this is all gonna work. I mean, my credit card company's already given me money, my money back. I don't know if um, AliExpress realizes that. I think they realized that it was it was a chargeback, and apparently that's what a chargeback is: is when you buy something and then you're like, nah, no, that wasn't supposed to be. So they processed it all this time later, and we're in the clear. And here I am, like kind of tempted to go back to AliExpress. I know you're probably thinking I'm a mad lad for wanting to do that, but it's this. I don't think this is commonplace on there. I've bought multiple things before. I want to say maybe up to six different items, maybe more, and I've never had an issue. So this may have just been the seller because it's sort of like, I mean, it's almost like Amazon slash eBay only for Chinese stuff, like bootlego stuff. And I don't know if it was just this person, but I really do enjoy experimenting with this stuff. And it's, it's, it's like the best place to buy it. So I'm debating whether to go back into it. Obviously I've realized now that it's very easy if I do get scammed to, to like file a complaint. And I think if I go through PayPal, it'll be even easier. So I think I might do that if they allow me to pay through PayPal, which I'm sure they do. I might go back into it. So in 2020, that's another one of my things. I wanna do some more shopping videos online. I mentioned this, I think maybe last week where I wanna do more eBay stuff, but maybe we'll go back to AliExpress. We'll do some bootlego shopping. You guys can tell me what I should buy. We'll get it, we'll experiment with it. it we'll maybe send it to an untimely death somehow through uh, various means and just have a good time with it, assuming they send the stuff. So yeah, that got resolved. I'm happy about that, even though it really didn't matter. I kind of just, I kind of forgot about it being like I got my money back. And even if it wasn't that, I mean, $60, I guess, is a gamble that I'm willing to throw out there to, to possibly make some really entertaining content. And <laughs> this, the sad thing about this type of content, you guys know that I'm a guy that makes a lot of Lego videos. In fact, I think I have I think I have like 1,300 videos on this channel. And in 2019, there was one video that I made, which was the the bootlego Hulkbuster, the Lepin version. And I was I was basically me building it and trying to, to determine what the quality is like, because it's the first actual Lepin product that I bought. And it just so happens to be, and I, I think this is still true, that this that video is my biggest video on this channel from this year. So this guy that makes nothing but Lego videos makes a Lepin video, and that is the one. That's the video. And it kind of goes back to what I've told people before. Like people are always talking about starting a Lego channel, getting into the Lego space. At this point, and I've said this before, if I were you, well, this may not work now that they're out of business. I would start a Lepin channel. I would start a boot Lego channel. No competition in it. Nobody's doing it. Everybody wants to be the, the first guy to get whatever new Lego sets out and be the reviewer of that. Nobody's trying to be the, the guy that does the Lepin reviews. So you could find a little niche there. And uh, maybe there's maybe there's other companies as well. Again, I haven't been on there for a long time. I haven't searched, but it could be something to get back into, especially if it was the boost to my channel that the Hulkbuster video was. It's crazy how you can buy something for, for I care how much it was, like $40 or something, $30, and have it make like, such a dramatic impact on your income is is insane. It's quite the investment. Better in, It was actually a better investment than if I would have put that money in the stock market at least short term. You know, 10 years from now, that video probably won't be doing anything. My money in the stocks would, but this is an investing podcast, unless you want it to be. <laughs> it could be. I could talk about finance all day, but that was pretty much everything from this week. I do want to finish you out here, and I know we're, we're a little short here, but again, I this is just a week. This is seven days in my life. There's not like 
groundbreaking stuff to talk about. I don't like talking about Lego news here. I have other places to do that. This is kind of just my life and, and what I want to talk about. We did get a lot of comments last week. Last week's comments were mostly revolving around Clark being spoiled or lack thereof. You guys really had my back there. Uh, there wasn't anybody that was like, yeah, Clark's spoiled. In fact, like the thing is, everybody that's here is my supporter. The haters, or I don't want to say haters, the people that just come across our videos that are like, man, that kid's spoiled. They're not watching a 30-minute a, a podcast like this. But really, most of the comments were just kind of boosting my ego and saying like, Greg, you're, you, you're like, this is this is going to be uh, dramatic, dramatic, dramatized. I don't know. Greg, you're amazing. Clark's amazing. Don't worry about it. Keep doing what you're doing. That's essentially what they all were. But there was one here and I, I don't want to, I don't want to read those cause it's just, it doesn't make me feel good. But, uh, this right here, this is from Jordan, this comment. And I, this one made me really, uh, really appreciate the time and effort that someone can put into a comment. And I think you'll, you'll appreciate this as well. So Jordan Keir says, I usually hate when people pause a video and write a comment, but I'm doing that here. Maybe you hit on some of these points after where I am in the video, but I want to talk about the spoiled thing. The spoiled thing. I can't count the number of times in your videos, here and on Greg's world, that Clark has stopped what he's doing just to say that he loves you. He's not a spoiled child. If Clark is spoiled, then he's spoiled by love. And I'm not going to get emotional here. I think a lot of people forget that we only see a snapshot of your life through your videos. It's the moments, like I mentioned before, that leak through and show Clark's character. You should never feel bad for having the means to get your son things that he wants. Yeah, just wait until 2020. He's not going to have anything. We're going to be living on the streets. Espe I'm kidding, of course. Especially if he knows that these things are just that things. Clearly, you're not buying your son's love. So as hard as it might be, I think you should just ignore anyone who brings these kinds of negative accusations. They're probably saying more about themselves than you through their negativity. And oh my goodness, what a comment. You know, it's comments like that that I just, I love YouTube for. You know, you, you get a comment that says first, second, and then you get a comment like this and it just, it just really makes you appreciate it. And I think you bring up some really good points there, Jordan. Uh, it's not about the items. I don't want I, if, if I am spoiling Clark and anything, I would love to spoil him in, in time and attention and dedication and love to, to him and uh, just sharing time together because he's not going to remember the creeper mine that we bought when he was four years old. He's going to remember all the years that his dad sat with him. I'm not going to get emotional. He's going to remember all of those years that his dad sat with him and put those things together. He's going to remember the days that his dad and him were playing Minecraft and we're having a laugh and a hoot doing that. Those are the things that are going to shine through. It's not going to Walmart and being like, pick out whatever you want off the, off the aisle here. It's going to be those things. It's going to be the long-term investment into my son that is going to pay off, I think, the best. And this, this, this comment, I think, symbolizes that perfectly. And, you know, I, I don't, you mentioned about not letting the people get to you. And I mentioned before, it's very easy to fall into that trap where you get all these positive comments. And you kind of get desensitized to that. Just like the comments in the last video were all really positive and you, you start to see that and everyone's just like kind of agreeing with you. And it's, it's like it, it, it kind of puts you in like this place where it's like, oh yeah, that's the way it is. And then you get like this one negative and you're just like crushed by it. And I fall into that. I'm trying not to. But it's it's a challenge, and I think if you are a YouTuber, you've probably experienced that at least at least once before. And it's best I find not to reply to ones like that, especially in the moment, because you tend to get like a little fired up and a little heated, and you you don't want to do that. So yeah, it's just just I think some of the best advice that I got from the comments was just keep doing what I'm doing and enjoy my life and spend this time with my son. And 
have a good one with it. If you guys want another comment here, and this will be our, our, our final comment, and we'll send this out on like a, a really heartfelt note. I really love, I love this. And this is what I would love to, if I could do anything here through sharing my Lego collecting journey, I would love to inspire people to do this. I don't know if this is was inspired by me, but this, this is what I love to see. This is from James Rolfe. He says, I agree, Greg. I have a ton of sets. I love to just pull one out and build it with my son. I love to sit and build Duplo with my daughter. I truly hope they both remember those times and smile and truly hold that quality time spent together in their heart forever as a part, as a favorite set of memories, which is what I was talking about with Clark, man. He goes on to say, we do many other things together that I truly hope they remember also, but the time spent exploring the fun Lego can provide really makes me smile and I hope it makes them smile as well in the future. And I just, what more can you say? That's, that's what I hope for too, James. That's, I, I think any father, any mother, if you're a, if you're a parent that's watching this, I think you feel the same way that I do. And I hope that's what Lego brings to you in your life as well. And on that, I don't think we can end it on a better note. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Missing Pieces podcast, episode number 13, which turned out to be not as unlucky as I thought it was when we started. Thank you so much for listening to me pitch all the things that are down below in the description. Again, if there's anything that you could possibly do is just subscribe to us wherever we make videos and support us there and also leave a review, whether it's on uh, Spotify, if you can leave reviews there or Apple Podcasts. That's where I see the reviews because I do the Apple Podcast app, but... If there's a chance for you to leave a review, if you can get missing pieces up higher in the search results, that really does help. And maybe we can have some people that find this podcast that are just looking for like a, a Lego vlog style podcast. They might find it and be like, dang, I didn't even know this Brick Tech guy existed. Let's go check out his videos. And he's like, holy cow, that kid is spoiled. <laughs> just kidding though. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this and we will see you next week. Oh, we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces podcast.